sales contracting. This is this is a really interesting topic, one that is obviously near and dear to me. Why why would you hire a sales contractor uh, or a fully commissioned closer? That that's that's my forte, my bread and butter. And, and the answer is a resoundingly simple answer. One, you don't have the overhead that you do with an employee. Now, let's just say, for example, you've hired a salesperson uh, for whatever product that you have or service that you have. So generally, depending on the area, you're gonna have to pay a base salary, or you should be, typically as an employee of your company. So from that, this base salary could range from, you know, $1,000 a month on the super low side to $100,000 a year based on whatever type of a product, plus a commission or a bonus, and however that is structured. So here's what you get in return. This is your logic and rationale. Uh, I get someone who is vested and vetted for that product or service. I get someone who knows what that product or service is. I get someone who is focused solely on that product or service. I get someone who becomes what is called an SME or subject matter expert. You can, you've got a list likely in the back of your own mind uh, if you've hired somebody or have full-time salespeople on staff. And you know what? Here's If, if you're open-minded, let's talk quickly about the rationale behind each and every one of those. So one, you have someone who is dedicated to your product. And here's what I'm going to say to that. I have been on both sides of the fence. Now, which side of the fence looks better? And I will say this. The side that I'm on right now is the side that I will always choose. Simply because I know for a fact that if I'm 100% commission, if I do not sell, I do not make any money. So, you might argue against, but here's my argument for fully commissioned sales people, professionals, is that we tend to be more interested and more, uh, not aggressive, but more strict with our procedures in terms of closing customers. Now you might say, but so are my salespeople. And you are wrong because if you are paying your salesperson a very uh, reasonable stipend as a salary, a base salary, they know in the back of their mind that if they don't really dig down in through the process and the customer or prospect doesn't buy, guess what? They still get paid. Now, in, in if you take a group of five uh, salaried salespeople that get a salary and a commission or a bonus or whatever that might look like. Uh, three will say, "Ah, no, he's wrong because uh, I'm I'm uh, a hunter. What do they call that? A hunter." Those those terms, by the way, were created by an HR firm out of New York in the early '70s to uh, to try and define these roles of salespeople, and, and it's the most horrific. Uh, term ever used, hunter, 
farmer, gather, whatever. So lose that from your HR vocabulary. Let's get back to this. So here's what I say. I can tell you absolutely firsthand that, and I'm I'm not a this special case. I'm not, well, you're different than the others. And, and that's partly true, I am. But I'm very motivated by dollars and cents. I'm very motivated by helping people achieve a better result for themselves. I'm very motivated helping businesses grow to a level that they didn't think was possible. I'm also very much, uh, I, I want to help businesses realize that a lot of success can be achieved by hiring a professional closer such as myself. So let's go back to subject matter expert now. You may argue for, well, this person has been in that role or in the industry for insert five to 25 years, any number in between. And I'm not suggesting you'd be wrong, but that is highly inaccurate. Now more than ever, as a paid professional closer, I have established myself as a person in a realm of finance, uh, equipment, uh, medical, that I understand very, very well. One thing is to be clear. People, no matter who they are, where they are in the world, they will always shop in terms of looking for a solution um, logically, meaning they create a list of things that they must have. It has to be a better widget, better digit, better accounting program, uh, better whatever that might be. But the underlying process is that they, if they're the business owner of the business just like you, they're looking for a way to reduce their exposure to the thing called time deficit. So time deficit is where you can only do so many things through the course of a single day. You cannot be all things to everyone. So you start to pick and choose what is maybe the lowest hanging fruit, the easiest thing to check off your list, whatever that may be. But you still recognize that your nine to five isn't nine to five. It never has been. You never got into business to go nine to five. But when you pay an employee, the difference between you and the employee, typically, not always, is that they will start watching the clock. Whereas you are just simply seeking a better solution. So getting back to subject matter expert, when somebody says, but this person has so much more experience, in that field, range, topic, SaaS, whatever that may be, my response is always the same. That sounds like an old school statement and here is why. Allow me to clarify. When you have someone who has brought forth all that knowledge, which is wonderful, they have also brought forth a lot of baggage that may go with that knowledge things change. Times change incredibly quickly. 
the process of having one subject matter expert is great, but that means that you have locked all that knowledge into one person, and should that one person decide to leave your company, they will take a lot of contacts with them. Many companies that we deal with have a subject matter expert, but they don't want to use a CRM, or they're reluctant to because that is putting their client or customer list within the arm's reach of the company or the grasp of the company. And you might say, well, that is our customers. Well, yes and no. Once they do business with you, they should be. However, if that person leaves your company, they have also left you without an SME or subject matter expert. So you've left yourself incredibly vulnerable. So what do you do? My solution is simply this. I help companies create a database of, of, let's call it a knowledge base or a compendium where no matter who you hire, whether it is a full-time salesperson or a professional closer such as myself, there is the ability to get what is deemed up to speed in an incredibly short time. I help companies do role play where you vet the individual that you think would be a great fit and then role play for a period of one week to get that person right embedded in the thought process and knowledge base. And you, again, you could turn around and say, but that is where the industry experience is and, and that the benefit of having that. But that industry experience doesn't always come with the same mindset that you have. So having a subject matter expert, is it a drawback or a benefit? I would say it's a draw to either side at this point. But again, as a professional closer, I can take any product, service, uh, software as a service or SaaS, and I can within three to four days become a dominant closer in that. And it's not because I learned what someone would have with five years experience. It's because I understand incredibly clearly that people buy logically and they purchase, however, on emotion because I've touched on the points that they are seeking to solve internally. So as a business owner, you're looking to, let's say, grow your sales. That's that's a no-brainer. That's a surface statement. Everybody's looking to grow their sales. But what is let's dig deeper with that. If you grow more sales, what does that added revenue help you do? Well, it helps you to hire more people to cover over the roles that you've been taking on so that you can take or start to take a little bit of a step back from the role and start to look at you're going to get home before 7 or 8 o'clock at night. And you don't have to leave at 6 or 5 in the morning. So it eases your process. I won't say burden because it's never a burden. Okay? So then when that happens, if and when your professional closer starts to increase the revenue, guess what happens to everything else? That individual has now found what is called the sweet spots of pain. When you find those sweet spots of pain, it is the same with anybody, irrespective of their personality type. 
Now, make no mistake, personality type is incredibly important, and there are four types, and we'll talk about that in a different podcast, but once you have found those underlying concerns, those are the the hammer to the nail. And that is what this is truly, truly all about. So listen, there is so much more that we can talk about, and we are, but I like to keep these uh, little podcasts very, very short, so you can spend 10 to 15 minutes pulling the information that you feel, and and just playing it back uh, whenever you want. But I'm going to start throwing out tips and tricks over the coming podcasts that you can take, and they're actionable content. So, don't stop now. Let's keep going. Let's enjoy the ride together. All the best. We'll take care. Talk soon.